Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This episode is, is ADHD an excuse or an explanation? Using ADHD as an excuse for poor performance is disempowering because it gives the impression that the person can't do any better. By contrast, using it as an explanation helps the person understand how and why things go badly and, more important, what she can do differently to increase the odds of success. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. I'm psychologist Dr. R.A. Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. ADHD sometimes gets a bad rap because some people see it as excuses for poor performance. Obviously, these people don't fully understand what ADHD is and how it affects all aspects of a person's life. I often talk to my clients about using ADHD as an explanation rather than an excuse. And there's some really important differences between the two. Excuses let someone off the hook of his obligations because he's seen as simply not capable. As a result, excuses lower the bar for what we can expect of this person. By contrast, explanations help the person understand how and why things go badly, and more important, what she can do differently to increase the odds of success. That sounds a whole lot better to me. People who use excuses expect most of the change, flexibility, or accommodations to come from other people. This is great when you can get away with it, but even the luckiest person will eventually come across someone who isn't willing to be so forgiving. As I sometimes tell clients, the electric company doesn't care if you have ADHD. They still want their payments on time. And by the way, they're more than happy to add late fees and cut off your power if you don't get those payments in on time. The same goes for bosses, romantic partners, and friends. They all have certain expectations and are willing to tolerate some slip-ups here and there, but it's hard to find someone who's willing to tolerate everything. Instead, using ADHD as an explanation places most of the onus for improvement on you, whether it's directly to improve the situation or to make amends afterwards. Explanations assume that we can't easily change the rules for individuals, at least not without paying an unacceptable price. So for example, saying I have ADHD and therefore can't be expected to be on time probably won't fly with most people. In fact, These people may be even angrier if you have this kind of cavalier attitude about it rather than just the fact that you're late. So being late is one thing, but being sort of flip about it makes it even worse. Therefore, the better approach is to really work on getting places on time and avoid that anger, or at least to explain it. So, for example, to say something like, you know, I, I know I need to work on being on time more, and I really am trying, but sometimes I get so caught up in other things that I lose track of time and I run late. 
I don't mean to, but it really messes me up with getting out the door on time. So even if it doesn't always show, I am trying. By saying something like this, you help the person see that you do have good intentions, even if sometimes your actions say otherwise. This is important because people will make assumptions about our intentions based on our actions, because, you know, it's our actions that they can see. Now, this is usually okay, except in those cases where your intentions and actions don't line up well. So you want to be sure that the other person knows that you're trying, since most people will be more forgiving of the actions if they feel that you have good intentions. Although no one likes to admit that she blew it or that something is a real weakness, there's a real power in that acceptance. If you expect the world to change for you, it means that you're powerless if other people decide to be sticklers. However, by learning about ADHD and how it affects your ability to get things done, you have the power to do things differently and thereby to make things better for yourself. Much better situation. By owning up to your weaknesses, you can take active steps ahead of time to minimize their negative effect on your life. For example, if you know that getting out the door on time is a challenge for you, you can do some things that will help you pull that off, at least a little bit more reliably. So, for example, setting an alarm that gives you a five-minute warning when it's time to go, rather than just relying on your mental alarm clock to give you that five-minute warning or just not turning on the computer in the morning because it's too easy to get sucked in and spend more time than you intended. Maybe you can't change the fact that you tend to get sidelined, but you can change what you do about it. And this is true of everyone. We all have the challenge of creating the best possible life given our particular strengths, weaknesses, and life circumstances. So the better you know yourself, and the more you actively address these challenges, the happier you will be. Of course, there are also times when it's better to walk away, or at least avoid putting yourself into no-win situations. For example, if you know that getting to work exactly on time is a struggle, then try to avoid taking jobs where you have to clock in, and you know it's a big problem if you're even two minutes late. Ask about this during the interview and whether you can make up that time during lunch or stay late. Now, I know sometimes you don't have this luxury and you just need to take the job that's offered, but if you have the option, it's best to not set yourself up for trouble by convincing yourself that, you know, this time is going to be different, even if there's no real reason to think that this time is going to be different. In other words, nothing is different going in, so there's no reason to expect things will be different on the outcome. Now, I'm all in favor of hard work and pushing yourself to do your best, but I'm also not so crazy about situations that are doomed from the start. That's kind of the difference between being, you know, persistent and being stubborn. Stubborn isn't actually a good quality. Stubborn is too persistent. So be honest with yourself before putting yourself into the situations that are simply a bad fit. So, you know, for example, I've had opportunities come up that, you know, would have been pretty cool in a lot of ways, but I just knew that I didn't have the time to do it well, given everything else in my life. So I made the smarter decision, even though I kind of wished I didn't have to, but I made the smarter decision to pass on those opportunities. Was I disappointed? Sure. 
but that's still better than later feeling haunted by these commitments and feeling like I'm doing a crummy job at it. So I'm not enjoying it. I'm not doing it well, which is really kind of a lose-lose. So it's that old line about knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. You know, there's wisdom in knowing when to walk away or better yet, knowing when to not put yourself into a situation if it's well thought out. So it's not just bailing on it. It's really thinking about it and making that good choice. So ultimately, ADHD is an explanation. It helps you understand why you do certain things and why some stuff is hard for you to do consistently. This then helps you know what to do to be more successful. You may not be able to change the fact that you have ADHD, but you can change what you do about it. My hope is that this podcast, this episode and others, as well as the books, as well as all the other good stuff out there, helps you make those good, well-informed choices. So until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.